Hey, it's Dan here. If you want to hear this episode of the Backchat Podcast without ads and get extra content that no one else gets, head to backchatstudios.com.au where you can sign up as a patron and access all of our bloody good merch. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does, they charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Will Schofield, Dan Cons, back chat 2.0. Hi, Dan. Hello. We're back again. Brought to you this week by Quirky Jerky, the official jerky suppliers of the Backchat podcast. Mm, love me some jerky. That's it. If you want to get around us, YouTube channel, that's it. Backchat podcast. Have a look, subscribe, or if you really love us, you can contribute to the podcast on Patreon. We love our fans. We love the community. You can find it on backchatpodcast.com.au. Let's go. So, Will, this week, a weekend, actually, we went to the park. We did. Yep. Bunch of people. Thanks for the invite. Yeah, that was all right. It was a good time. Mm. You rocked up in, not in, sorry, on an electric scooter, an e-scooter. I did. Um, what? Okay, what's happening there? Are you an e-scooter guy now? Is that who you are? Will Schofield, you're going to see him out in the pathways? Look, uh, look yeah. I, I mean, I'm a big, big environment man, and... Um, <laughs> I've got to say, okay. I just I want to look after the environment for the future generations. I mean, I wouldn't ask you, how did you feel about me not wearing a helmet? Made me made me feel ill because I knew the streets that you were taking to get to this park from your house. Yeah. You also, as you went, as you left the park, there was a grand farewell, and you sprinted off, jumped onto a path, almost took out some kids. I was, yeah. Yep. Shocking. And that was you, e scooter boy. As long as you approve, mate. Just got to wear some knee pads, please. Back chat 2.0. Here we are. Dan Cons, Will Schofield, uh, as always. Look, we're changing, forever changing. We've got a white background now. We've got the real background. Um, white bricks, uh, no headphones. I feel like we are ever evolving here at Back Chat. You never know what you're going to get. No. And when we say that. Um, Tom Hanks said that. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, Forrest Gump. Yeah. I'm terrible at that game. <laughs> you got it. Box of chocolates. Yeah. We do actually have a secret weapon joining the program. Now, it's not it's not Charlie. I know everyone wants Charlie back, but we have not heard one thing about I, no. I don't know where Charlie is. Charlie's in the great southern yes. of the state. Yeah, he's south. I have not heard much from him. All the way south. Um, we've got a secret weapon that we're yeah. about to unveil. So he is with us currently, but Mikeless. But I, in this big door I, behind us. I have a feeling that he's going to be mic'd up at some point. Okay. Not to, not not this show, but at some no. point in the future. Yeah, for That's sure. That's all I'll say. Yeah. Um, as usual, got a big show in store. Uh, 
We'd love having a bit of a chat about the footy landscape, but later on, Daniel Venables is joining us. DV. It's relevant to what's going on right now. One, I've always wanted to sit down and talk to Venables about his story because, like, there's no there's nowhere that gives enough space to, like, talk about what he's been through. People don't understand. People people hear head knock, concussion, and so on. Yeah, know. it's not a five-minute chat. A young kid, you know, hurt his head and he's out of footy now. Like, his life yeah. has been forever changed. So I can't wait to chat to him about it. Mm. A bit of room. But we've kind of got a bit of a concussion thing going on right now in the AFL. Yes. Um, Brad Shepard. Yeah. We're talking Brad Shepard. Oh, yeah. So, you know, hasn't happened yet, but apparently he's going to retire. It's Monday today. He was Monday meant, night. It's Monday night. We're recording on a Monday. He was meant to retire today, according to one local uh, sports reporter. I've got to be honest. I like. So we found out just before he hadn't retired today. He wasn't at the club. Yep. Um, I find that pretty funny. Yeah, that that tweet. I really don't want to name. I, I don't want to make this. It doesn't matter who it was. Me, media watch people who follow me on Twitter know who I'm talking about. Yeah, we post about it on YouTube as well. But the reason why we're talking about concussion is because Brad Shepard. They've been saying uh, allegedly retiring due to sort of the whole concussion yes. deal. His health moving forward yes. doesn't feel comfortable playing. Well, it's hilarious because the tweet that I brought up and I've passionately felt uh, very strongly about that. Brad Shepard was not allowed the opportunity, if he was in fact retiring, to do that in front of the group, in front of to his teammates, because no, yep. no one was back until today. Right. But, but Brad hasn't retired today. The only argument I had thrown at me on social media, there was a lot of support, I must say, but the only argument against was, well, the media report the facts, and that's what we have to do. Facts are facts, and that's what we report. Yep. Brad Shepard has not retired on a yep. Monday to his teammates. That is absolutely hilarious. Yep. Well, look, I... Look, that's, that's gold. I work <sighs> with journos and a lot of the... I did ask. I said, what do you guys think? Like, and I asked yeah. people and I said... And they were like, that's his... The person who tweeted this, that's his job. Like, he has one one person to report to and that's... Well, not one person. And that's his job. Yeah. He, he heard this what's, news he what's, reported. What, what job did they say he had? As a journalist to break news, if you know something... What type of news? Well, any news, doesn't Truthful matter. Truthful news? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Factual news? The f- I mean, the fact that he was going to retire, I guess, I mean, it's probably it's probably going to happen if Brad plays ne- this... Well, yeah, I mean, like, that story has been out there. Yeah, yeah, it's been around this for a bit. This is the whole and, thing, And, and, and the, the, the pile on... Like, I will also say, we, yeah. we did... We did say... We did bring up the tweet and stuff and thought it wasn't really appropriate, but the pile on the person, like... Yeah, yeah, it's, it's didn't, a, didn't really love that. No, neither did I. It's, um, it's a bigger issue, right? Yeah, but the, my my take on it was, and as you know, I work with journos, like, and I get the whole out your jobs to report news, but like, you don't have like why? There's no benefit. It, what what benefit are you adding by tweeting this out other than making yourself sort of look like you're in the know? Give the guy a chance just to come out and do it. Brad Shepard's one of those guys who, from the outset, looking into the club, rarely done a thing wrong. Barely put a put a foot uh, wrong, like just let the guy have a moment to do it. Why do it for him? The, the, like I said, the argument used to me was well, the journalists repeat, report the truth, and the truth needs to be reported, which I agree with. Which in this case looks to be uh, hasn't been achieved, which is hilarious. But it, you can't tell me that there's journalists around that every single thing that comes across the desk they report that day or that that night. Yeah. Journalists hold information. You know journos and I know journos who've known this Brad Shepard thing and have chosen... Mate, every single journalist in 
Australia, in footy, in footy. In, let's say footy, yep. holds factual stories until yep. one, they're ready to break them. Maybe they've confirmed it. But three, whether they feel it's right or wrong to publish it. There, there, there's stories out there right now that journalists know about that they have not pulled the trigger on because they have some sort of line, whether it's a moral line, whether it's a respect line, whether it's a the timing's not right. There, there is a line. Yeah, Tom there, Morris talked about this. We asked him about it. Correct. Woody Journal gets stuff across his desk all there the time and he chooses to tweet some, some stuff, chooses for various reasons. Now, you and I probably share the same view that this probably missed the mark, but that's okay. We can, dis- we can actually have that opinion. Yeah, that, again, that's just our opinion. That's all good. There's yes. no, there's no right on. and wrong. There's no just on. opinion. Um, speaking but, but of the, opinions, Kane Corn's got one. <laughs> Kane Corn's got an opinion recently about Sydney Stack. I yeah. saw this just today and I sent it to you and I thought, yeah. I said, should we talk about this? And you said, yep, I'd like to talk about this. Absolutely. Kane Corn's, so Sydney Stack, very talented young player. Yeah. Um, he's had his issues. Very, he's had his issues as well. Yeah, he's had, his, he's had his issues. On the field, he's deadly. Like he's a very talented player. Yes. Kane Corn's has said, and I did, I'm just going to bring up the bit where he, where he said, um, this is what Kane Corn says. What I'm worried about is that he's wasting his talent. As, as he's as talented as Rosie Walsh and Smith, but right. I reckon he's wasting it. And this right. is because he's he's very active on Instagram, TikTok. TikTok. He so mentioned TikTok. TikTok yeah. He mentioned TikTok. He said the TikTok videos are cringeworthy. They're silly. Yeah. And until you, he actually the quote was, until you start doing things on the field, you probably need to lay off the social media. Yeah. So as a, you know, you've played in the game before. Um, Correct. Training X amount of hours a day, a week. Yeah. There's no obligation that you must not do anything else throughout the week. Correct. You know, you getting on TikTok one hour a day isn't hindering your performance unless it's instead of training or instead of other things. Yeah. I can have a pretty balanced view on this one. Uh, I see both ways. So as a fines master at the footy club, I used to trawl social media of the boys looking for stuff to pull them up for. Yeah, good. You cannot put a topless TikTok up doing anything. No no topless. You need to put a shirt on. You look like an idiot. (laughs) Right? This is is me in the fines. This is not me talking about anyone else when I was fines master. Shirtless post. No, no. Um, It was actually a penalty on the wheel of death that we had yep. if you spun it up you could either pay money or you could put a shirtless photo on Instagram <laughs> Shannon Hearn actually spun it one time but we d- he didn't have a social media account so we couldn't put it up <laughs> does he have a phone <laughs> could he, it's Nokia 3310 yeah. playing snake still right now uh, so I can kind of understand the picking Sydney stack apart by Kane Corns an older player thinking yep. like what are you doing mate you, you're putting nothing out on the field, you, you've you've made nothing of yourself as a player, and the TikTok stuff. If you don't understand it, and it's not a part of who you are, it just looks like you're showboating, and it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Well, you can have the other view of it's actually part of society and culture now. Like especially that age group, younger guys. You and I are not part of that anymore. We fr- we're trying. We're old. <laughs> you got two kids. I got yeah, two yeah. kids. We're trying our very best, but. Him getting on TikTok isn't him going like, "Hey, how big of a how big of a deal am I? Like, how much of a gun yeah. footballer am I?" It's just him being himself. Yeah. And I don't want to be like, "Oh, like athletes control the narrative," even though I've been saying that publicly recently. Like, it's just him being himself. And so, if I put it into context, like it's like any other situation. It doesn't have to be social media. If someone's doing something that you you instantly look at and you're like, "I don't agree with that," and I don't understand it, so. It must be wrong. 
Yeah. It's just it's just Kane Corns isn't in that era, which is fine. Like it makes sense, but guys, Sydney Stacks age. That's what people do now. Like yep. that's how they. That's like that's like when Kane was a young guy and he used to get on the. Uh, on the dial up and he'd pull the phone and he'd hide under the bed talking to his mates at school. <laughs> now you get on TikTok. Yeah, it takes a tenth of the time as well yeah. to get on TikTok. So say that, but also say like, Sydney Stack, get off TikTok, mate. You're looking stupid as well. I yeah. agree with Kane. Yeah, yeah. But we also have to have a degree of acceptance. Yeah. I can be in both parties here, right? You can be, um, yeah, yeah, you can be in both. All right. Well, that's okay, our media watch this week. Lockie Red got a clip. We, we clipped him during the week and we got, we got a clip off the top there. Yeah. Kane Corns, look, he gets a 50-50. He gets a clip, but I kind of agree with him. Yeah, look, if especially you got to put the runs on the board. Mm-hmm. You're going to back it up. That's right. So, um, look, we're pretty close to our Daniel Venables interview. Um, YouTube's going well. We've had some great subscribers. We appreciate the call-out that happened during the week last week, and we've seen some uptick in subscribers, but we're not there yet. We need yeah. to get to 1,000 subscribers. We need to smash, smash that, smash that like and subscribe button <laughs> and get that alert button going. No, in all honesty, like... We're going to keep putting uh, all of that content across YouTube. We're breaking it down into highlights for you guys as well. So you don't happen to catch the whole episode. You can kind of break it down through that as well. Bits and pieces. Yeah. Before we get to yeah. Daniel Venables, yeah. Mr. Venables, the Venmeister General. Um, two, two Daniels in the house. Yeah. And we're going to – maybe we should have referred to myself as Daniel because it's – No um, one's ever called you Daniel. No, um, some, some people do. Um, you hi, send it – Hi, Diane. And I know Diane because she's a very big fan <laughs> of yeah. ours on socials. Big fan of Diane. Um, you send it, we read it. The last little segment we have to get to before. Okay, don't worry, social media, we'll do that with. All right. Let's save that. No for worry, I wasn't going to forget about you send it, we read it. It's a very important part of our show. Huge. And you know, and you know what is a little sub subreddit of that? What? Send your number and oh, you yeah. call it, we speak it. Yep. We got someone in the can for next week. Yes. We have your number. I know you'll listen to this. We have your number. We're going to do it next week. If you'd like to be spoken to next week, we've got a few live calls, I reckon. Yep. That's what, that's what we're going to be about next week. You send it, we read it. Amiable Anderson, one of our favourites. Will, being a Mount Hawthorne local and Dan, you being a club champion at Chute Hill <laughs> Junior Cricket Club, <laughs> correct? <laughs> what are your thoughts on the Triangular Park where Wannery Road splits into Charles Street and London Street? I love this question. Oh, I have no idea what we're talking about. Okay, so Dog Swamp Shopping Centre. Okay, yep. Across know, the road. I know There's where the that, Hungry Jacks is. They get my um, frozen cokes there all the yeah, time. Yeah, that triangle, that weird triangle right. park. Yeah, that's a weird park. Yeah, I used to go there a fair bit. I love that they brought this up. Used to take the dog there. It's all gated. It's right, all fenced. Right. Leash off. Is this your blind dog? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. We 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 learned we had something in common today. We Both of our too dogs. Many things in common. We, we don't have that many. Uh. What what else do we have in common? Oh, two elite kids. athletes. Two kids. Both at born about the same time. Yeah. Dogs. Beautiful wives. Yep. Partners. Our both of our dogs have epilepsy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My dog had an epileptic fit right before this episode. Yeah. Actually, it's through scary. the show. If you've like, if you've experienced, let like. Well, it's not. It's 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 brutal. Um, this, this park is also adjacent to Aldi. Yeah, I love the the Aldi special oh, buys. I bought a. Um, I love Aldi. Man. I bought a best jacket I've ever bought. It was like, come on, slap me. I bought this sick. <laughs> <laughs> I bought this um, puffer jacket from Aldi. This blue Are you having me on? Who's <laughs> become best friends? A navy blue puffer a, jacket. No, a black one. I got this puffer Seven jacket from Aldi. Seven dollars. Yeah, so People cheap. used to look at me like. What brand is that, man? Like, yeah. where'd you get that? Like, I reckon like, we've got the same jacket. You've I got used to roll out. I got it from Aldi and it yeah. was $7. Yeah, very good. Okay, so that's our thoughts, Amiable. Um, great park. Really good. Yep. Philip White Tiling, uh, an OG of the pod. Um, 
Yeah. That's it. That's who yep. PWT is. Yep. Hello, Will, Dan, and Charlie, if he's back from filming his season of The Bachelor. <laughs> no, he's still not back, which means maybe he got to the end. Okay. Um, oh, no, I guess he was The Bachelor. Story time. Okay. Oh, gosh. Here we go. Um, my text is really small on my phone. I was recently at a children's party, five or six-year-olds, lots of running, screaming, and games. During this party, a few kids started playing tag. Mm. In an effort to not be tagged, one child ran into the toilet, slammed the door, and because of this, broke the door lock so it couldn't be opened. Okay. This is great. I haven't actually read this yet. Okay. The child started screaming and crying. The mum started freaking out everyone. As the mum started freaking out, and everyone became an expert lockpick but couldn't unlock the door. My wife said, Phil, just get the other door open. Being the only tradie at the party who knew how to use tools, I ended up removing the doorknob to turn the pin, fairly easy. However, in my rush to open the door because both child and mother were screaming and crying, <laughs> I did minor damage to the doorknob, which needs replacing. It can no longer be locked. <laughs> the mother of the locked child and myself have been asked by the host of the party to install a new doorknob or pay for its replacement, but she'll pay for the doorknob. Is this woman acting like a Karen or should someone just fix it? P.S. The house is old and falling apart. This is outrageous. <laughs> we yeah. need to do an instant take on YouTube about this. Okay. You can't be locking a, a kid in a toilet no, screaming. The, scre the kid locked the, himself Sorry, in there. Kid can't be locked in the toilet. Mother screaming, carrying on. Yeah. Someone help, help, help. A Your hero help. comes along, Philip White Tiling. Hero comes along. Yeah. yeah. And then what, you have to pay for the doorknob you removed? No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Also... The, the title of that email was, who pays for this? I'll tell you right now, Philip White Darling, not you, Not mate. you. You should be gifted uh, doorknobs, door, door free doorknobs. Maybe if the owner of the home is a bit of a sting, oh, maybe the, the mother should pay for it. Uh, one other thing, Phil, and I know, you know, this is a podcast for the people, but I'm talking directly at you. You spelt um, <laughs> mum, M-O-M. So you've either copied and pasted this from a story from Reddit or something wow. from an American, or you are American yourself, or you spell it M O M. Interesting okay. little um, sidebar. Thank there. you. Just a great insight into Dan's mind there, everybody. That's how it operates. You saying that we read it successful as always. Yeah. Do not pay that bill, Philip. That's outrageous behaviour by whoever's house that is. Send it our way, and we'll shred it. That's right. We got Dan Venables coming up. Um, sick interview. We're gonna love it. Love having him in the studio. Let's do it. Yep. All right, here we go. Daniel Venables is in the house. Been chasing him for a long time, actually. We've had some big guests on, Dan. Mm, huge. Um, I'm going to try and call you Dan. Yep. And you, Venice. Okay. Well, is you started already calling him Daniel, and you said before you've never called him Daniel. Well, I have to introduce him as Daniel Venables because people listening can't see him, but people watching know that man's sitting next to me. Dan the man, how are you, mate? Good, mate. You've had a few big guests in the past, and I think... Save the best till now. <laughs> Andrew Let, Bogut. Let's hope it's not Danny Venable. Let's hope it's not, <laughs> let's hope it's not the best till last. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I thought you were gonna drop that one <laughs> no, in like, no. Dan and then Mike drop it like see you later. No, see you later. <laughs> um thanks for coming in, mate. Thanks for giving us a bit of time. You busy at the moment or what? Uh, not really, mate. <laughs> Neither am I, I've got a podcast. <laughs> no, not doing much at the minute, mate. Um so how we do things here, mate. Um Talk about the journey a bit. And like yours has been cut short. We all know that. But you still got a pretty good journey, I think. And so I want to get into a bit of that with you. Um, Dan will throw some good questions at you too. 
But we always start with this one. And I've given you no notice, so we're going to test if you've been listening to any other episodes, and I don't think you have. We ask our guests, what's the greatest sporting achievement that's ever been in your life? Well, Not on the football field. So don't tell me you won the 2018 <laughs> flag. I don't care about the flag, mate. I'm a Plenty of us have won the 2018 flag. I'm a listener, mate. Good. I know. You I can't see prepare. <laughs> I know. I know. Why. Please be pulling out we've a medal got, of something. We've got something in common. What? The 80 metre hurdles. Under nine, <laughs> Victoria State Champ. Big State Champ. <laughs> How did I forget about this? <laughs> tell the listeners. Yeah. Tell the listeners what we're talking about. Yeah, so uh, you're, we're honoured. We're, we're honoured. We are. No, Dan's honoured to be sitting yeah, in you're our honored presence. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you are sitting in greatness. The hurdles are like this high off the ground. You got to tell it. him. What did you do, mate? I've under nine, under State nines, champ. State Championship, eighty metre hurdles in Victoria. So Dan's a listener, right? He texted me about four or five weeks ago when I mentioned about the the prowess of mm. winning the state title in the eighty meter under nines hurdles, hopping it. And Venice goes, mate, no shit. I am also a state champion <laughs> in under nines eighty meter hurdles. So we went back through <laughs> the records to compare times. Mm. Venice has got me by about a second. Like Ooh, it's absolutely huge. smashed me. Quick, quick. Yeah. I thought I actually thought, you know, you've been a quick guy in the <laughs> AFL and you've been like that speeds to go. But I was like, oh, watch this. Scott will have him here. Nowhere near it. Like you beat me <laughs> by about a second and a half. I reckon we should replay it as like a at your age now. I don't see what happens. Oh wow, uh, it could be a fair minutes. fight. Maybe I don't know. Venice would probably have me again by about 20 to 30. <laughs> You'd have to use the kids' hurdles, though. I don't think you guys are jumping over proper I just wouldn't want to stack it. Who are you competing <laughs> for? Who'd you kill, kill, kill the athletics. Yeah. <laughs> yes. we're, we're number 46. Number Do you 40. remember your number? The number of the actual club? You want me to tell you? One. What? Geelong, mate. Number one. They're number one. They're the number one, mate. Oh, yeah. Black yeah. and white. Black and white, 46. Geelong, <laughs> uh, one. So, yeah, little athletics, Dan. You done anything? What, Little Athletics? No, not Little Athletics. Plenty of things. Um, championships in basketball. Um, I've also played indoor cricket, won championships there. Uh, played regular cricket. Where, where do you want me to... Like, oh, there is a trophy here. Um, I don't know if you've seen the trophy. Like, you've, you've heard maybe heard about, about it. it yeah. But now you finally... You could, you could actually have 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 a look at it if good. you want. So that, that's the ball there from the game. Five wickets for 16 <laughs> in a final. You cricket, you cricket Venice? I'm a cricketer, yeah. Seems it seems a bit um seems going on it. Well, mate, Probably nipping around. No wonder why you got wickets. It's half <laughs> yeah, a ball, it was swinging mate. everywhere. <laughs> what? That was that was in the final. So that was that's my sport, sporting achievement amongst other things. But that's the one I are had. You sp- on. Are you sporty? Like there's like some footy I guys. A, no, I was, I was a gun at cricket. Better better <laughs> at cricket than footy. And modest, we love. <laughs> no, serious. What, what? batting, bowling, what? Batting, what? Batting, no, 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 I was a. No, I played for Victoria. Yeah. Yeah. So how, uh, I had a Kookaburra sponsorship when I was 15. So, okay. <laughs> okay. Kookaburra sponsorship when you're 15 could be better than the under nine hurdles. Yeah, well, that's you can't start with that. You can't beat that. that. So, okay, so what was that decision like then? Like, uh, you must have had a decision where you were nah, like footy nah, over cricket. No, nah, I took it. Um, well, footy, you make footy when you're 18. Cricket, you don't make until... Older. You're not, not going to make it when you're 18. Are you telling me... There's a chance. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. no, I just always thought that footy is always a bit, bit more fun. But if I didn't make footy, I'd go back to cricket. Did you? Yeah, like, okay. I, like I was like good mate. I was a good batter. You know, my state team. I made the most runs in our team. Opening batter. Opening batter. Opening batter or batter three. Yeah, it's kind of yeah, funny. Like footy guys do that. Shannon Hearn, like good cricketer. 
Brad Shepard, good cricketer. There's been a few. Yeah. Um, I don't know how it correlates, but there's not so much for you though. Oh, thank you, Dad. <laughs> shocking cricketer, absolutely shocking cricketer. I was, I used to play ones like first cricket for John College. Serious feeds at lunch um, there when I was in year ten, and but they would take uh, instead of the eleven players, they would play twelve players, and every game they'd have to ask if the twelfth player could get a bat just to give him a go. Yep. Who do you think was in twelve batting? You, of course. Yeah, Will Schofield. So every game, our coach would have to neg- negotiate. To give Scoey a bat, and I didn't even open the bowling. You got. The <laughs> I, I was like the first you, drop bowler. What are you doing? That's the worst sport to be involved. I was in just, sport. I was just line and length, man. I just hit the spot. You got the body go, for a bowler. Go play full basketball and get school school sport over in W on Saturday morning. Shake my hand. Shake my hand. <laughs> no, nah, I, I started playing tennis year eleven, twelve. Like D grade tennis. Get it done by ten a.m. Get home. Get on the bus. Um, I'm talk, also a very good tennis player, by the way. Well, uh, I don't know if we have time for that. We need to get into Venice. Okay. From Melbourne, Victorian boy, um, early draft pick, pick 13. Um, probably West Coast, uh, no, you were, you were before Jared Brander, so Jared Brander, first round draft pick, but before him. Um, they hadn't had many high picks before, like in a, in a fair period of time. What was, what was that like, what, getting picked up high? Because yeah. you weren't, uh, say with, this, with the greatest respect, it wasn't, I, don't, I think it was a bit of a surprise to some. Was it a surprise uh, to you? No. I, it was, but it wasn't. I had a um, like I was good at the start of the year, and then I had a foot injury where I had, couldn't play the last half of my draft year. Yeah. But like I, I was in um, I was all Australian, all that. Yeah. But it's because I just played school footy, so not many people like see school footy. Yeah. So I didn't play much at Western Jets. School. Um, Penlinus and Grammar School, Pegs. Um, but yeah, I didn't because I hurt my foot. I didn't think I was going to go. West Coast, that's for sure. I thought I was going to go like in the 20s. Are you still tight with some of your schoolmates? Yeah, for sure. You, you know, school uh, footy's the funnest. Yeah. It's the best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, any of those boys still playing footy? Anyone come out of school that. Yeah. Like around the mark? Cam Rayner. Can, um, can play. Curtis, Ta- Curtis Taylor. Can play. Yeah. Um, I think it was just. Us Curtis three. Taylor, Sydney? No. No, um, North. Ah, yes. North. So Cam Rayner, number one draft pick, Dan. Can play. Can play. Dan Venables can play though. Used to be me and Cam, me full for me mid, Cam full forward, and then we just do direct swaps. Really? Yeah. But you were the midfielder in the combination. Was, yeah. He yeah. was the big fat. I was the I was the year twelve. So I got to be. Okay, you put a bit of rank. Yeah. So then, if you're if you're getting picked at thirteen, but you didn't expect like what what's that process look like then? At, are you getting a phone call? Oh, it might be a bit earlier than you think, or yeah. is it a surprise? Uh, well, I thought I was gonna go. I thought I was gonna go either sixteen to Port. Or twenty one to Essendon, and Brisbane one to Brisbane was a bit earlier. Because had they called? Um, yeah, yeah, I, I kind of yeah, we've spoken about it, and um, but we didn't speak about West Coast or Perth whatsoever. Did you speak to West Coast? Yeah, yeah, I spoke, to, I spoke to West Coast, but you didn't, think, didn't think they were keen. Nah, no way. <laughs> Why? Oh, who, who was it? Was it Brady, Trevor Woodhouse? It was Brady. Was it? Yeah, Brady Rowling. Yeah, doesn't give much. So okay. what is that? What are they asking you? Like, are you um, interested in coming to Perth or? Nah, didn't ask me if I was interested to come. <laughs> yeah. Man, yeah. The yeah, last place going. I wanted to come I'm from Melbourne The last place I wanted to come was Perth <laughs> <laughs> I turned 18 the week before and, the draft and, as well And you're from Melbourne as well <laughs> Yeah I'm from you, the, you're, yeah. Not, you're not from like Country. Turak no, mate. I'm from the western suburbs <laughs> It's from Melbourne <laughs> yeah. So yeah. what was that move over like mate Like you didn't expect to care to you and, you, and, you and you end up here You know young guy Coming into a pretty successful team right So 2015 grand final 
2016, you know, thereabouts, and you get yeah. drafted at the end of 2016? Uh, man, like, to be honest, because in Melbourne, you don't really hear much about West Coast. So I just, man, I, cause I didn't know a few players when I got there, and I was like, um, I was a bit shocked, to be honest. So the whole, even the weather, the whole weather when you get over here, the training standards is pretty high. Like, we just, we train hard. Yeah. That's one thing about it. We train hard. Um, yeah, I just went for it. Stayed with Shuey. Everyone thought I looked like him as well. So when you moved over here, you moved in with Luke <laughs> yeah, Shuey? Yeah, yeah. And you were like a little Shuey, right? Yeah, a little Shuey. We were DJing in the garage and that. <laughs> he's, in a, he's, in a similar, he's from a similar area to you, right? Yeah, he's northern suburbs, yeah. Oh, my God. So, like, Luke Shuey's got a little dungeon that's even smaller than this little dungeon. And uh, he has a set of decks in there because he thinks oh he's gosh. some sort of DJ. But so do you, right? <laughs> yeah, of course. Well, did anyone come down and, and party or is it just... No, just, you just us by yourself. <laughs> Um, oh, that's so good. So you come into a successful team, you work hard. Um, that first year, you probably yeah. Are you thinking you're going to play? Uh, the goal to play? Yeah. Well, because I, I come with that injury from the draft. Yeah. So I had to buy my time. I had to play resies, like the resies, resies threes. So waffle resies. Waffle resies. I played two two waffle resies games, sixty minutes, and then into the into the proper into the fun stuff. East Perth ones. That was, that was elite. Get them, boys. What? <laughs> Tell that story. What's that? What's getting bush? So we um we all play Call of Duty and we just had a, how many boys do you reckon was playing? We would have had eight in the. It crew. was down at Peel Thunder. Yeah, yeah. So we had we reckon we had eight of us that played COD all the time and we all played East Perth at Peel Thunder and Peel like they were they were the best they were one of the best. Yeah, so that was so that was twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. They just won the grand final. Yeah, sixteen. I think. I reckon they won twenty seventeen as well. So they we'll, did. Yeah. We'll, we'll play B squad. Yeah, yeah, right. Like they were pumping, and so we end up down at at the Thunderdome, down yeah. at Peel Thunder, and there's we played with a squad of eight online. Every yeah. one of those eight we're, were playing, playing in that game. Yeah, and we we're, were legit running around like yelling like, stuff we play when we play COD, like <laughs> get them boys, like all this stuff. <laughs> Scotty would be doing some like Scotty. Scotty loves to run and do a little like dummy and sell like, a bit of candy. He was doing that. <laughs> Holding it one-handed, that sort of stuff. Like, how fun was that day? It was. It was. I <laughs> and we won. At, and we won. I look back at it as one <laughs> of the best games I've ever played, and it wasn't because you know, like things that you know had thirty or kick, nah. kick goals. It was just fun. Everyone was just yelling shit to each other, like yeah. like just like randomly. Someone would be at Coley would be at half back line. And he'd be yelling to someone at half forward, get him bush. What do what we say? So, so get him bush. Was, I don't even know how to explain it. How did it even come about? So our. our our clan tag was GEB, get them boys. And so <laughs> we'd be online and, um, you know, sorry for nerding out fully here, guys, no, but it. like, I think we got to, uh, we'd all be mics, headphones, and we'd get home from training at two o'clock and we'd be on at 2.01, straight, like straight, and we'd be playing until probably way too late. <laughs> yeah. We probably ended up winning a flag in 2018. Because we banned Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, we legit, yeah. Well, the club instituted a ban. No, 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 we banned it. We're like, <laughs> right. boys, this is getting out of control. Like, we're playing a game and we're using clan tag names from Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> right. so, so, anyway, get em boyish was our thing. So, we'd yeah. be like playing in a game of Call of Duty and then someone would be like, oh, hey, Venice, um, I forgot to tell you at the club, man, um, oh, I'm just going to get. Get them, boys. We're going to get them, boys. Just sliding it in. And so then we worked that and it got bigger yep. and bigger. And then that game we played. And yeah, it was um, it was good. So we ended up winning that. You you played Waffle for a fair bit of that year, but yeah. you. I played. Oh, injured, I was. Right? No, no, yeah. So I reckon, I mean, Simo come up to me around, I reckon 14, 
was a we we're going to play a Thursday night game against Geelong. So 2017, 2017 round 14, round hadn't 14. debuted yet. Hadn't debuted yet. Training on the maybe on the Tuesday. He's like, mate, what do you reckon? Yeah. You want to play? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like, told me he was at the start of training, so I'm sitting like, he's like, all right, well you're on. And then um, do you know that that drill? One of the drills we did where like someone had to shepherd someone. It was like one of them kicking diversity or something. Yeah. And I got yeah. So what you had to like. Shepherd another player. No, uh, I got, I got like, I was meant to, I was getting the ball and I got like knocked over and I like shattered my big toe. After, just after Simo told me I was playing. No. Nice. Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. So it was 2014 and that was season over, right? That season, yeah, I had turf toe bad. Like I couldn't, well, I was legit like, I was like, Oof, this is sore. And I'm like, as you do, you're like, well, we'll be all right. We'll go downstairs. I'm like, tux, this is sore, mate. Like this is. Yeah. And then, yeah, I like ruptured like the underneath my toe and shit. And then I couldn't get back. I just couldn't like get through it because like, they didn't want it. Because you can't get jabbed in your first year legally. Oh no, you, they don't, the club don't do chooses. it. Chooses, yeah, no, nah. choose not to. They, they don't want to. So are you at that point going like maybe I could just master this and play through the pain? Like as you, uh, that, nah, you want to play? Turf, t- turf, turf toes meant to be like bad, bro. So uh, as a as um, you know a, an athlete, but not a footy player, um, I know Aaron Sandlins constantly had turf toe, yeah. and in my head, I feel like he's got like. Like gangrene foot or something, <laughs> like it just sounds like. Yeah, true. Yeah, no, I don't even know. What, I, I don't really know what it is, other than right. I know it's painful. Like, it's what, all, what is it? It's all the ligaments in your big toe, and you have a plate underneath your toe. Right, underneath your big toe, like underneath dinner, under- dinner plate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> underneath like the pro- the big joint on your toe. Yeah, it's all that. All yeah. them ligaments. It's all. And they uh, get stretched. Torn. Like they get torn. They tear it, and then the plate gets um. Oh, something's happened to the plate. I forget what happened to. The and plate. can you have surgery to repair it? If it's bad enough, right? Yeah, but. Oh yeah, yeah. People do a lot of a lot of your injuries were lower contact, limb injuries, yeah. right? I just had contact. Yeah, I, yeah. Came with a foot injury out of out yeah. of draft, and then turf toe, turf toe, and then I did a syndesmosis. Yeah, right? Syndesmosis, yeah. I reckon I've had f- five injuries in my life, and it's been a broken fibula, t- uh, my foot, a turf toe, a syndesmosis, and I had and your noggin. Yeah, but it's all been like long, like long ones. Where I haven't, I don't, I don't have like. How many is there anything? I've, n- I've never had like a little one. Nah. Rolled ankle. Nah, never. Little, like little finger that you can nah. snap together. Yeah, nah, never. So, okay, keep the head out of it because I, I want to kind of get into that obviously After, fully yeah. a bit. Like, but the, those injuries, those lower limb injuries early in your career, what, what was that like in rehab as a young player? Like, um, was, it, was, was that difficult? Like being away yeah. from home? Yeah. Stuff? It gets tough, especially um, well, when you do rehab, you're away from everyone. And yep. then you're doing – so you do your running in the morning by yourself or someone's in the rehab group with you. You go back to gym, mm-hmm. not with anyone else. Just um, Then everyone – Who do you do it with? Geordie Stairs. Yeah. Uh, it's hard. Geordie and Finney. Yeah, Geordie and Finney. And you've got to do prehab before gym as well. Yeah, by yourself. By yourself. And then you've got Stairs, um, Jacob Sutter. Yeah, by yourself. By yourself, yeah. Um, and then everyone goes and does their weights after, after the meetings, and then you go to a cardio in the room. <laughs> Why do they make you do it? Because I've heard that a fair bit. Like when you're rehabbing, uh, that it's a bit, bit lonely. Why do, is there a reason why they? It's. Do you want to answer? I think it's just because you just need. It's not anything. It's just because it's just it's easy lo- for the time. It's schedule. logistics, yeah. right? Yeah. Like you've got the main squad. You got forty blokes that are fit, and they're yeah. going to be playing the next weekend. Like yeah. that's the way footy clubs work. Is when you can contribute and and you can help win, you're the most important. It's it's brutal, but like. That's where the focus goes is winning games of footy and everything flows off that. You know, marketing and finance and 
uh, merchandise. E- everything is about winning games of footy. And mm. if you can't contribute, it's not it's not personal. It's not like this thing like, oh, Venice can't help us right now. But it is like that. It's, it's like business. Get yeah. get get your foot right, and then you can come back and help. Yeah, I guess I they can't give like you one coach while you have correct. Yeah. Exactly right. It's business, right? Like yeah. You got to do it. So, okay. So, you, you kind of work through that rehab stuff, come to 2018, um, haven't debuted yet, been at the footy club for a year. What's the what's the mindset coming into 2018? What did the preseason look like for you? Yeah, I was good. I had a – you never really – not many people have a full off-season of just like – I was ready I was ready to go. I was ready to go at the back end of 2017, like the last couple of games I could have played. Yeah. But they just said we're not – We're not we're, held we're, back a bit. Yeah, we're just not doing it. Um and then, yeah, so I had a full thing, oh, and then, yeah, round one, got a gig. And I was, played round yeah, one, right? Yeah, played round one, and when we got smacked. Sydney. Buddy kicked eight. I don't know if he kicked them on. That, oh. that, was, the first, that was the first game <laughs> at Perth Stadium, right? Yeah, Buddy kicked, yeah, first game at Optus Stadium. So, let, let, like, we spoke about it a lot. Let's set the scene. We need to, we need to stamp our turf. And we're going to, Sydney's going to come over here, and we're going to smack them in the mouth. <laughs> Buddy came over and smacked Scully and TV in the mouth. <laughs> kicked eight goals. It yeah. was a buddy show. It was a proper buddy show as well. Like, he's like one out in the goal square. He's cornered in long. Space everywhere. So that was your first game. That was cool, mate. I remember, I remember Leckett kicked a goal at three-quarter time that game. And I just remember, like, I haven't, because I was my first ever game. I'm playing, and we packed the whole stadium. I've never, yeah. been, never been in a packed stadium before. Yeah. And I remember Leckett kicked the goal after the siren, and it felt like a game, like a video game. Like really? that's, that's how it felt to me, yeah. I'm like, Why? wow. I don't know. It was just like... With the, cr- the, the crowd and like the sh- like everything just went in like slow motion. I was like, yeah, it's cool. I remember really? that vividly. Yeah, it's like almost like a out of body. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. It was cool. Wow. So what was the um? Wow. So you know, a season before Simo came up to you at training, goes, okay, are you ready to go? Then what happens? First game in 2018 when you finally got the, that chance. Did they come out to you at training again? And, and so, yeah. yeah. No, well, I played all the JLTs. Yeah. So you kind of like, if you. Yeah, but that's right. nothing. That's yeah, not no, the but real you, stuff. If you get into the, the last JLT yes. and you get through it and you play all right, you, you're a bit of a sniff. Yeah. Yeah, right. But so you're expecting it. I expect I expected to play around one, yeah. Did you have that same chat though? And then did you uh, think. Nah. Did you think. Please don't. Keep your toes. toes protected. Um, I forget, man. I think I think he told us all. He told me, Jake and oh, you all We're all debuting. Yeah, at one. Yeah. You know when um, there's those videos where a coach has like a little spiel and all the the, the team's standing around. They're like, all right, boys, and then they, you know bring up one player and they're like, you know, they say yeah, they they booing this week. Is that like a bit of a show? Like, because it looks like the players are a bit surprised. What do they do? What are they yours? all expecting? They got me, Jake, and Liam out the front and said, "You're playing." Right at at, 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 at the on the oval on, on Thursday. I remember on, that on Thursday. I remember yeah. that because what they do now, which I think is really cool, so that stuff you're talking about, not cool. It's like the boys get around them for five seconds and it's like all good. Yep. Now they get the parents. Uh, well, before COVID, they'd get the the players' parents in the room before the game and present the jumper. Yeah. Did you do that? No. No, I did it at the captain's run, but my parents weren't there. Yeah, that is cool though. I wish yeah. I, I wish I wish yeah jumper yeah, jumper prezos should be like a, a big big deal. Yeah, I never yeah. yeah correct. I never had that with mine, but like they sort of brought in a bit of a tradition in the last few years that yeah. make a big deal about getting your first jumper. Yeah, it's a big deal in cricket. You know, they yeah. they bring yeah. in like Gilly or someone hand the the, the baggie yeah. over. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. So okay, so twenty eighteen. Um, I mean, fast forward a little bit. 
you, you had an injury in the middle of that year. You yep. played like the first four or five games. Played right? the first four games, yeah. Yeah. And, and then yeah, syndesmosis, which was like a 12 week out. That's a big injury. What's yeah. syndesmosis? It's like the high ankle. Do you know how you, it's like connects your tibia and fibula together, does it? It's a little um, tendon in between your leg bones right. that connects into your ankle and it splits apart. Um, you can do it when you sort of roll your ankle forward, like yeah, yeah, over yeah. the top of your foot. It's a bad no, injury. It's, it's this way, isn't it? Yeah, like, you know, like. Yeah, yeah. Over it. No, you go in it. Yeah. Like, yeah, I know. You would know, actually, Venice would know. Why am I telling Venice? Yeah. You would yeah. know. No, my ankle went. So, like, that's my ankle. Yeah. My foot. My foot went in that way. Right, so an inward draw. Inwards. Right. 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 Outwards, you can jab right. it and play. Right, right, right. But inwards. So inwards, done. Inwards, done. So, 12 weeks you get on the sidelines. Yeah. Um, is your mindset back to, like, the year before? And you're like, well, am I going to get wrapped up again? Uh, nah, I knew. I knew this one, like, because I'm a bit older, like, you can get through it. And I knew, like, because we did the non-surgery approach, so I knew it was just going to be 12 weeks and you're back. Yes, yes. But you just got to play with a bit of pain for a bit because they, they're a bit tender. So when did you come back? Round 17, maybe? You played... Round 16. Uh, no, 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 round 16 I or think 15. you played eight games to finish 2018, yeah, yeah. including the flag. Yep. So it would have been 16 ish um, Did you come out of the team? You just, once you come back, once you I stayed came, in the no, team? Once I come in, I stayed in the team. Um, yeah, just find that half forward role. What was your role? Great. Yeah. yeah, you led me into it. What What was your role? At this, yeah, at people this. people watching and will watch this, and you know you come from a junior background where you play in the midfield. You have thirty touches. Um, you play in the forward line, kick five goals. You get to AFL level, and you're a nineteen year old that's played four games. What What do you? How's it different to what you've done in junior? Like, what is it? Yeah, explain well, your role. Uh, my role was um, so the half forward. You you're pretty much defensive. So you got to. I've got to be up the ground, being being a, an option for people to hit to hit. But then I've also got to get back to be another option, um, and also engage your, pl- your 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 defender. So he's not dropping off you, but you've also got to be ready f- to crumb it. So you're just running up and down, yep. creating options, creating space. So if I'm leading width. Of the ground, running sideways, I've opened up the corridor for someone else. Is your um, is your role effectiveness or like how well you play a role? Uh, how much does touches come into it? Nah, they don't. They could not care less about touches, <laughs> mate. I've I've had some good games where they've like I've thought I've played shocking because I just haven't gone near it, and the coach has been happy. What's that like changing from like you? You just hadn't played a lot of footy at, yeah. at, at senior level, right? Like nah. you played four games at the start of the year, you played nothing the year before, and you've come out of junior footy being a gun. Yeah. What's that like coming off the track and you've had five touches yeah. and you're like, I've played terrible and the coach's like, well done, mate. Love what you're doing. Yeah, mate, it's weird. It's weird <laughs> as. Because like, like, I'm, not, I'm not a forward and I'm not like the best runner. I'm, like an, I'm explosive. Like, yeah. I'm impact. Like, get me in tight, no dramas. On the outside, I can run and I'm quick, but like, I blow up pretty quick. Yeah. Like, lactic acid doesn't work well with me. Yeah. Um, so like that, that half forward role was hard, man. Welcome. Like, yeah, that was hard, <laughs> and I hated it. But like, I also said to Simo, man, I'm a real like team player. Like I said, hey, I've got Shuey, Gaffy, um, Redo. Who else was Yowie, that? Yowie, Sheed, Sheed, Redden. Red, yeah, we had a serious midfield. Like I'm realistic. Like I'm not being a midfielder in that team yet. So I just said, mate, whatever spot you got for me, I'll do it for the team. If I don't have to touch a footy, like no dramas. I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it, man. And like. I'm a good defensive player, like I'm good tackling, um, all that. So I just tried my best and got got a gig. So in the final series, you're in the team in that role. Um, was it the qualifying or the prelim? You had seven tackles. 
One of the, uh, uh, the first one, one. No, the first one against Collingwood. So I didn't have too much of it, but I had heaps of tackles yeah. and I played my role pretty well. Yeah. It just then then the next week. Man, this is prelim. how this is how yeah the prelim. This is how crazy. Like my role was like one week you like grand final had four touches yeah. and the coaches were happy. The week before I played the exact same role and I had seventeen and had like three shots at goal, <laughs> and like I did nothing different. It's just the way of like what if JK, um, JK and JD are marking the footy, then like the forwards aren't coming it and getting it. Did you um, all right? So win the prelim. Um, it was a pretty you know yeah. it wasn't a Good wasn't it yeah. Oh, it was, God, man. <laughs> that's probably that's that that in that. Like, get them, boys. Yeah, that was like the best day of footy I've ever had in my life. Like everything was like nothing yeah, seemed to go wrong. Eh? Nothing, and like the, how good, the, 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 the weather was good. Melbourne at home. Yeah, yeah, the weather was good. The ground was like immaculate, schmick. Yeah, um, everything we did went so good. Yeah. Like crowd was loud, but yeah, <laughs> I was, you, good you got a bit of a pill. Yeah, got it. Yeah, finally got a lift. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. I, I think. I think I. I bought tickets that were like 190 bucks a ticket for that one. Went with my dad for the final because we thought probably not going to get to the Grandy. It was yes. a very good game to be at well, to spend like, that money and, and, and oh, had amazing for West Coast fans. Like I know yeah, a, couple of, a couple of Melbourne fans listen to this podcast <laughs> and let like pour a little liquor out for <laughs> 2018 performance because that like I've never played in a game where another team I felt just were just not at the level. Like they, they must have just... They'd had a good year and they'd especially finished the year well and they'd come into that game with a lot of hype behind them. They're almost favourites or something coming into it maybe. And I've never played in a game where like the opposition team, we played well, but it was like they yeah, played yeah. bad. It's like us at Geelong. Yeah. <laughs> well, wasn't there, wasn't there like a crazy long goal with like yes, that bounced? I think there was a goal that bounced for like 35 metres. It was like... Hachi, it went through. Hachi. Remember Hachi kicked the goal right. in the last That's in the right. last quarter? That's it's just right. like and nothing like, nothing it, went wrong. Off, it was off you. Everything went well. Yeah, it was good. Right, so um you play well that game, you're not gonna get dropped. You, you made a grand final. You're in your uh, you're in second year of AFL. You debut at the start of that year, and then you're playing in a grand final. What's uh what's that week like for you? What's you got reflections on that? Um Man, I don't I don't really remember it to be honest. Like I remember because we're so young, you're a bit naive. You know, me and Coley, like, I was 19, he was 20. Yeah. And we just, I don't know, like, we were so confident that year. Like, all you guys were old, older, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> older, yeah. <laughs> like, your experience, you know what I mean? Like, you walk a bit Bets. taller when you've got an experienced team. Like, you've been to the flat, uh, grand final before. Yeah. You know how it's done. Simo played in grand finals, coached uh, in a grand final. So, it kind of made it easy for the younger boys, to be honest. What about getting home in front of, like, so Coley, you mentioned Coley, Tom Coles, a Victorian lad as yeah. well. Was there uh, extended pressure? Was it better to be home around those guys? Do you do you have visitors coming to the hotel? People asking for tickets. Um, I had people asking for tickets for sure, um, but they were hard to come by. The bush, yeah, the bush. Yeah, they were hard to come by. Um, I remember the grand final parade. I had a few mates there. That was yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, um, we remember about that. First time I ever held a ba- held a baby. <laughs> <laughs> So JK, so like, so they put they put us they put us in the oh truck. They put us in, in the, the truck. Back of the Hilux. In the back of the Hilux. JK. So all the media, so the media interviewer, and so obviously I'm not getting interviewed, <laughs> <laughs> and he's getting like interviewed like nonstop, one after the other, one after one after the other, and um, the boys obviously. Did you bring Nash? Yeah, come up for a few photos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the boys, yeah, um, I think it was Sage. J- yep. Yeah, Loz was trying to. Give Sage to JK, but he was so busy, and she's like, "Here you go." 
And I was like, <laughs> you never held a never baby. held a baby in my life. That's what I remember about the grand final phrase. Oh. You, you just like holding it out or something. <laughs> like, like, I didn't know what to do. And I was just like, hold it. I was like, oh, I'll, like, lucky it didn't take too long. And I'm like, yeah, here you go. Uh, <laughs> and you, you held it. You dropped. No, 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 I didn't drop it. Good. No, no dramas. And what about like you come around the top of uh, Punt Road? Um, your reflection, like, can you remember that? You come around that corner at the top of the hill, and you kind of see down the hill, and you I don't really, man. To be honest, okay, I don't have the best memory. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, I remember. I just remember. I remember it was it was cool. I do remember that, and I remember sitting on the standing on the stage. And what about uh, like the mentality around the group at that time? You spoke about like standing taller with older guys around. Do you remember? specific instruction or you just it was just a feeling that you know we're gonna we're gonna do this there was a feeling that whole year man yeah besides the trio um jlt and sydney round one there was just a feeling <laughs> there was a feeling all year that yeah i got like, dropped for eight weeks after that game so <laughs> please keep bringing it up it's good <laughs> but uh, mate have I, we did not feel like we we're gonna lose uh, that whole year, like okay. we were down, and we we're still like we're like, oh, well, we got the last quarter. Like yeah. I do remember, right? That, we just we're fit. We're like we're, we're always fit, but it was something about how we play. The mentality, the right? mentality. Yeah, maybe. I I remember watching games, and you like West Coast would go down by five goals, and you'd be like, man, like I just as a fan, you just like yeah, they always like they just constantly came back from games. Yeah, it happened a fair bit that year. Yeah, we always ran over teams. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, again, I don't know if that was fitness or it was just no, mentality, mentality like yeah. confidence. Yeah. But, like, looking back at my career, um, no, we've probably had di- different careers, but, like, the best teams I ever played in were confident. Yeah. They, they weren't necessarily the best teams. I've played in better teams with better players that didn't win a premiership. Like, that confidence, that mentality, like, how are you going to beat a team and, and that sort of thing. Um, so, grand, like, okay, so the build-up, great. Grand final day, grand final morning, you're waking up nervous. How are you feeling? Nervous, yeah, yeah. I was just like real nervous. Really nervous, yeah. poo. <laughs> I would have, yeah. I had to be lucky red jocks on. Yeah, good. Lucky, lucky red, red jocks. jocks. Tell me about them, please. That's well, very important. Well, I've always like worn one now. Nah, well, there's a story to this <laughs> that it doesn't end well. Please help. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's a sad, sad ending. Like I, so I used to wear red jocks when I played cricket. Always make runs, wearing for footy, play good, all this, and then. <clears throat> Yeah, I just played footy in them. And then the last 2019, when I was playing, I started wearing Speedos. No Reds. And then the one week, I brought the Lucky Reds back. The last game I ever played. Oh, my God. Yeah. I don't know what to draw from that. Yeah, let's, let's just go. Can we first go back to the Speedos? So, like, bathers? You're wearing bathers yeah. as jobs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah. that a thing? That yeah, you players do that. Players do that, yeah. Is that surprising? Well, I would say more percentage of players... Wear speedos than they would um, jocks. Well, because of the the I, moisture. I, I, or I was not I one know. of those players. I I hate. It. I would never have done it. What what was the? What's the just, I don't know. Just like we always wear them at training because you wear them at the train. I've never worn speedos once in my life. No, <laughs> not 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 training. Hate the feeling. Is it because oh. of what you're jumping straight in a pool or something? You're jumping straight in the pool, yeah. All right, so the lucky red jobs. Yeah, the lucky red jobs. <laughs> different, different pairs that are all red or the yeah, same? Yeah, no, no, what, brand, what brand are we all, talking? What cut are all, we talking? They're always bonds and always the briefs. I kind of remember the, like, dirty, scungy red <laughs> bonds being rolled out of trade. That I still wore when I was 13, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, the elastic, yeah. like, like, peeling away. Yeah. That was you, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, no longer red jocks, lucky red uh, jocks. No, no, not lucky anymore, nah. Well, I don't know. Oh, 
Do you believe in fate? I don't. I've, Do I've like stopped believing in the superstitions anymore after that. Probably fair. Yeah. I mean, it's come to the end. <laughs> Eventually, uh, it doesn't work. Yeah. Uh, so, you got your re- lucky red jocks on grand final day, though. Yeah. Um, what are your reflections on that game? Um, yeah. It didn't. I was running around, not getting near it again. Headless chook. <laughs> Headless chook again, like normal. Um, I remember I had a lot of almost that day. Really? I had a lot of almost. You kicked a goal? No, nah, I didn't. Almost? <laughs> almost. I had a couple of almost. Um, and then, yeah, I remember what Dugowie was on fire that day, but no, uh, early, Certainly early. Wasn't. And then, yeah, could have been. Kicked a couple. Would, of kicked a couple good goals. Yeah. yeah. In the first quarter, that one he snapped. Yeah. yeah he kicked one snap in the first. Yeah. That's just, it's not like, that's not over, overplay is important to me. He only kicked one in the first quarter. Mm. We had him quiet. What were you thinking when we were five goals to nothing down and you're out yeah. the other end? Oh, well, fuck all. Well, me and JK had that little mix up. Oh, you did too. Um, and I just remember thinking, fuck. That was your ball. What was the mix-up? Um, um, if we can get a little overlay of this, it'd be right. good. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to look at it. No, I don't want to look at it. No, so Not for now. It's, it's, ben is coming back into space. And when I say space, probably JK's space. It's always JK's space. Yeah, correct. But Ben is by himself. By himself. Yeah. And Venice, uh, JK crashes into Venice. Venice uh, is clean yeah. mark for Venice. And this is when it goes the other end. Coley drops the... In front of Jaden Stevens. So that's my fault yeah. on Cole. Okay. I feel sorry for Cole. The two young'uns. So did, is there a conversation with with you and JK or is it just silence and... It's just like a... Like we're, both like, we're both like, oh, well, yeah. is what it is. Um, I remember that last... Like, Willie kicked that little goal. Yeah, off the back of his heel. Off the heel. back of his heel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which, yeah, kind of like, we're like, cool. And then we come in and Simo's like, boys, no dramas. Yeah. Like, you remember that? Stats are good. I yeah. remember many quarter-time addresses, but I remember yeah. that one. Yeah. You remember that? I remember that. And then... I just remember, boys, just try, just we just, I just kept trying hard, man. I just felt good that day, yeah. like running wise. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you know, some days where you just can, sluggish. You, yeah, where you're real sluggish. But this day, I just felt like I had heaps of like energy to run around. Siren, where were you on? I was on the bench. Perfect. On the bench, perfect. With uh, Duggo, Scotty Lysett, and Flynn. Right. Yeah. And just jumped up, sprinted on, sprinted on, hugged everyone. Um, that was pretty cool. That was cool. What was it like being the like the youngest guy? Did that? Did, you, did that come into your mind? Uh not really. So you were inexperienced. You yeah. debuted at the start of that year, and you were young in age as well. Well, you know what the, you know what they say, mate. Tell me. <laughs> no Venables, no West Coast. One, <laughs> one year, one win. Like, <laughs> at the end of the day, is the proof's in the pudding. <laughs> you played twenty nineteen though. No, 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 no. But I stopped playing. Right. <laughs> Sorry. Had you played that? Had I played that year? Yeah. We would. Yeah, we would. So yeah. you're telling me the dynasty would still be alive? You would have had two. Yeah, I would have got you two. Right. I wouldn't have done much. My job was to get us there. Okay, and then we won. Yeah, and without Venables, we can't win. Yeah, uh, that's how we promote this, this <laughs> podcast. You know what they say, mate? No Venables, no West Coast. Who's uh, been saying that, by the way? Everyone. Okay. <laughs> Do you have any memories from the off season you want to share? You don't have to if you don't want to. Um, like the you know, Mad Monday, Mad Week, Hong Kong. Mm, that was big. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, like, yeah. That's, that's, that's all weird. That's um, big. Okay, so we're getting towards probably what? No, not probably. We're getting towards what? Finish things up for you, mate. So you win that flag, 2018. Mm. You debut at the start of that year. You play 12 games in uh, the first year. I think I played 15. Okay. Yeah. So how many games you play for your career? 21. 21, right? Yep. So 2019. My memories of 2019. The preseason, um, 
And I think this is important because, like, when I was preparing to interview you, even though I'm good mates with you, I like to sit down and just write some questions out where I want to go with it. And my reflections of you of the 2019 preseason, you are dominating, correct? Yeah. You were – so this kid comes to the club, right? Um, Dan Venables, right? So, Dan, this kid comes to the club, high draft pick, and it happens all the time with high draft picks – they come in and like we were sort of speaking about before, they've been playing midfield their whole life, but they come in, they've got to play a different role and you're like, I don't know if he's that good. Yep. It wasn't like that with Venners, but he was playing a different role clearly. 2019 preseason comes about and they're like, right, time to just... Unleash move, the beast. Yeah, trying to shift it in. Like I played with Juddy. This guy's Chris Judd coming out of stoppages. It's like playing, playing in pure midfield, uh, awareness in tight, um... Ability to use his hands, but then speed and break away. Like, closest thing to Chris Judd that I remember seeing in my training time. So that was 2019 preseason. They'd play Venice in the middle with Shuey, rest Shuey forward. You'd be like the uh, Cam Rayner to Shuey. Yeah. They'd start Shuey in the midfield, but then he'd get some proper midfield time at training. And I remember, like, several times being on Kenners or Jack Darling or whatever as a backman, and yep. Venice is on their team and just unstoppable. And like kick, we kick it into my player and just be like, this kid's a freak. So that was 2019. Mm. Played the first six games of that year, five games. Uh, yeah. What, what round? Uh, it was no, round no, six, no. Right? So I missed. I um, I got dropped one game early that year. <laughs> you just spilled me out with Chris Judd, <laughs> and I got dropped early. I didn't get that one. Don't worry, mate. No, no. I'm I got sure uh, Judd's been dropped. No, nah, I missed. Um, <laughs> they probably I'm, weren't playing in the midfield. No, no, no. That's the thing. I don't play midfield in the AFL. So then, like. Like it is what it is, but um, and then I yeah played early and then come back into the team played a good game against St Kilda, yeah at Etihad, yep, like pretty good game. Um, some midfield time, some midfield that. time, yep. And then we yeah round nine I think round nine played against Melbourne on a Friday night at Optus. Yeah, it was a night game. Night game, yeah. Um, what memories do you have of the night? None. No, no, I don't remember the night. Do you have? Uh, like having watched back the footage. Yeah, I know what I know what happened because I've seen the footage that many times. But you, if you think about it right now, like you, you can't remember anything. No, I can because I've watched it. Yes, but like I don't remember. Yeah, if I didn't watch it. So, um, anyone who hasn't seen it, uh, Venice, it was like a kick out or something. Right? I was coming out of there. Yeah, Bunga was played on and kicked it out. He must have been up in the midfield, maybe. No, I was You're running around up there. No, nah, because he ran a bit and he kicked it to like. I was like leading hard. Yeah, remember that? Because I've seen it. Yeah, that, that's like, well, that's the hard thing, yeah. right? So okay, so you don't I'll, know. I'll, I don't know. I'll yeah. speak about it because I've seen it as well. Probably yeah. the same memories as you. Venice is coming back. Comes back with the flight. Big contest. You really. It looks like you realise late, just too late. Yeah, and you kind of, you kind of just turn as I you, you see to, your brain I going. To, like, oh, yeah, do this, but it was too late. Like you, people don't realise like when you play at night, you, like things happen. It's like it's kind of you lose track of stuff. Explain that. Like, you got lights and shit coming around all the time. Um, and then, like, yeah, because it's night as well. It's just, like, I don't know, it's a bit different. Yeah. And then, yeah, I just obviously, I was just tracking this ball. thought it was, I was good to go. That's what I must have been thinking. Yeah. And then as soon as I've, like, looked, I've just, like, bang. done this one. And then, yeah, bang, just got hit in the wrong spot. People have explained it like a car crash. Yeah, yeah. I had a, um, <clears throat> yeah, it's pretty much, I had a traumatic brain injury. Um, had, like, seven bleeds on the brain. Um, so it was like, yeah, full car crash type of um, prison. Do you remember coming to? Uh, like, uh, yeah, I come. <coughs> um, I remember I woke up. So that happened like early in the f- second, I reckon. 
And then I woke up like at the end of half time. Yeah. So I had like a seizure on the field. Yeah. Um, I remember just waking up and um, I remember I remember the, one of the first things I did was like, I like pushed my hands through my head and I shaved my head that day. I went like a full buzz cut that day and yeah. I had like long, like I had my long hair. And, and then I was like, what, I said, it. what the fuck, where's my hair? Yeah. Really? I was like, what's going on? And then I bought a dog the day before. I, had a pup, I bought Bear the day before. Yeah. And then one of the boys told Alex to um, the doc. He's like, mate, go ask him about his dog. Yeah. Like, fuck, I've got no idea what you're talking about. Because, yeah. like, on the... F- it's tough to talk about now because you are where you are now, right? Your career's over and that's public knowledge. But when stuff like this happens, people get head knocks. Hmm. Like, it happens. So the instant reaction for teammates, and this is with any injury, really, you, you make sure they're okay. But once you think they're okay, it's kind of like opportunity to take the piss a bit. And so the, the bear thing would have been like, yeah. go test, see if you can remember what's yeah, going on. Right. Because, you know, it's not a good thing in hindsight now, but like it's just how footy clubs are, right? Like it's a generally positive play. So you make sure your mate's all right. He's breathing. He's sitting up. He's looking around. He must be all right. Yeah. And so go ask him if you remember his dog's name. Go, go tell him that we won by 50 goals and he kicked 10 goals. Like it, ha- yeah. it happened my whole career. Yeah. Most of you got knocked out. You're like, oh, go play a trick on him. <laughs> and so... Yeah, so okay, so you finish up, you get, yeah, yeah. I was just going to say, when, um, how long did it take for you to watch the vision back? Uh, like, straight away. Oh, right. Like, you don't realise at the time, man, like, it's just like, you got knocked out, have a look at it, have, like, yeah, how right. does it look? So what did you think when you watched it? Were you like, like oh, that looks bad, like, or? Yeah, I was like, fuck, that's pretty big. And I had heaps of messages saying, like, that's, like, not well. So what immediate after effects, like, uh, went forward a, a week? Uh, yeah, I, man, I went... Went home that night and I just remember like, my head was just like going to explode. Mm. Just like couldn't handle it. Um, and that just stayed pretty much. Just, that yeah, feeling? That feeling, yeah. This pressure through my head and like migraines and that. For how long? I've still got them now, yeah. Right now? Yeah. It's crazy. So when were you living with anyone at the time? Uh, so I was living with my host family. Yep. Um, and my partner at the time, she was over. Um, so then, yeah, so I had like people there, but I yeah, didn't really know what to do. So, um, these feelings you got in your head still to this day, but when you first feel them, you're kind of waiting for them to, yeah, go you just away. wait for them to go because you're like, I've been, I've, I've been concussed before, and like, you like your head's sore, but like, it just goes away, like, you just wake up the next day and you're all good, yeah, or like two days later, you're all good. But yeah, this one, like, yeah, it just hasn't gone, eh? So, like, what, what are the long, like, what are the long-term after effects? So, you've had that feeling. What are the long-term things you've been dealing with? <laughs> yeah. Um, just give it to listeners. Some, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what have you, what have you gone through right, since yeah, that moment? Yeah, so I've got, pretty much from that day, I've got, yeah, I have, like, migraines all the time. I have headaches every day. Um, I have this, like, constant, like, um, pressure through my head. And like headache all the time, um, eye pain, my neck's like cooked. So is my jaw, always sore. Um, what else? Energy, like I can't sleep either. So that like that's the thing that's like probably made it worse is because because I can't sleep, my body's just tired. So then like I've got no energy and like all that type of stuff. So like it makes it even worse. Um, like my thinking's like not good. I lose a bit of memory sometimes. Um, 
And then just like other stuff with like uni, like the whole cognitive function type of stuff. It's like not, not the same. So have you had times where you've like you've cu- you've tried to come back? And yeah, play. yeah, yeah. But I just like man, I was in that much pain. Like I just copped it. Yeah. Like I was just yeah. That's that's yeah. In in, ref- on, in hindsight, like should never try to get back. Yeah. Um, like running, like I can't. As soon as my heart rate gets above like eighty, like the pressure in my head just goes like through the roof. And I was just doing that like the whole. I did two preseasons. I know. That's why I was like, now I've stopped, and I'm like, fuck, like, I don't know how I did that. Why did you do it? Um, because I didn't know how bad my head was. Like, you don't know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. You thinking like, surely, like tomorrow, like it would just start yeah, easing, every, just waiting for that day. Yeah, every day is like, I wait for tomorrow, and I'm, I'm hoping like I'm all good. And that's kind of like what they've all said. But um, yeah. So it's tough. It's definitely tough. But I just, man, I love playing footy, and I love like. I'm more of a – that's kind of like where my, my role in the team is like I'm a sacrificial player like, and I did that because I just love the boys. Yeah. So, like, that's why I play footy, like, for the team. Yeah. So I was like, how good, like – like, you got the experience. Like, because you're older, that grand final, you had, like, all the yeah. boys that you played with from the start. Yeah. Like, that would be pretty cool to experience that yeah. as an older player. Yeah. So, do you reckon that was a big driving factor behind – Oh, yeah. Walking through walls, basically. Yeah. You know, even, like – got headaches you got yeah. brain pressure yeah brain bleeding yeah you got a that's your driving point yeah but how for good the, for the boys how good would it be to like um like tommy cole rotho mm. jake jacko um to win a flag with them you know what i mean like when you've like when we have taken over that mm. i'm like fuck that'd be so good mm. um but yeah just got too much man and then like i was just getting worse and worse and worse and worse and then it just didn't come come through. Yeah. Yeah. What's what's kind of? Uh, I mean, you've you've touched on it. What's what's the what's the hardest part for you? Is it is it the uh, dealing with mm. the effects? Is it the fe- feeling around physical teammates? Stuff. Is it physical? Yeah. Is it um, the hardest part about not playing footy anymore? Yeah. Um. Do you know that feeling when you get when you um like rolling into a game and you see like so when we drive into Optus mm. you have like everyone walking in all that type of stuff like buzz a bit the yeah. buzz that's exciting mm. oh, that's pretty cool um things like that every time I do that and go watch the boys play I'm like that's when I like start to feel like you miss it I miss it um I don't miss like oh to be honest now I'm like now I'm not doing it I don't I don't mind preseason. I hate it. I'm the worst runner. <laughs> I can't, mate. My, my, as soon as a bit, a bit of lactic acid goes through my legs, I'm in trouble. But like, <laughs> that, like that 2K, as shit as it is, you kind of like afterwards, you're like, that was like, you know what I mean? You have a laugh with the boys. Where like, you see someone on a treadmill and you like laugh at them, like, mate, you're on a treadmill that last lap. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> that was you, not yeah. me. <laughs> so you you tweeted actually about the 2K today. Yeah, we're recording Monday night. Yeah. This so so what so what does that look like? Are you just running 2Ks? Are you What's the 2K? It's just, sh- I, I, so I tweeted today. I don't know if you saw no, uh, I said, today, just like, good morning. Like, today, just so you know, today is the worst day on any athlete, any footballer's yeah. calendar. Worst. Doesn't matter how fit you are, how much work you've put in, how confident you are, you still feel like spewing up this morning yeah. before a 2K. Because no matter how hard you go, like, no matter if you're fit, unfit, you're still going to feel the same. Yeah, true. You know what I mean? Like, you're still, ma- it's maximum It's maximum effort. effort. Yeah, so if I'm running, so if I run my like 648 that I run on the dot, that's as, I'm working as hard as someone who's running 
615. Or sub. So sub if, if, if anything, I'm running harder. Yes. So you, so the 2K, yes. just to clarify, is you running as, as hard as you can. For On Ath's track. On Ath's track, yeah. yeah. right. It's like so there's no conserving energy. It's run as fast as you can for as long as you can yes. and get yeah. to 2Ks. Have you ever had to do anything like that? Run cross, uh, cross country in year seven, I think. Actually, I remember cross country. What level? Kulbinia Reserve. Okay. Um, I'm not a great runner, always coming second and third. <clears throat> I remember cross country. I sprinted for as long as I could. From the start. I was so far ahead of everyone. Everyone was yeah, like, no. oh my gosh, what is this? <laughs> this guy's insane. And at about, I don't know, 320 metres, I was last. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought that was, I'm going to run. If I can get that big a lead, surely I could win this. And Do, I, I came last. This is a serious question. Uh, yeah. I'm flipping to you to ask. Yeah. Is there anything in your life... <laughs> no, no, I, I mean this because I think yeah. elite athletes, we have multiple things weekly that we have to try our hardest. Like, you have to do your very best. And if you don't do your best, like, yeah, instant feedback. It's it's like a, it's a brutal industry. Is there anything, like, what do you do in your life now that, like, if you don't do your best, there's consequences. Your very best. Probably parenting. There you go. Good. Even at work, it's not physically demanding, but if you, like, I don't know, Defame someone accidentally because you're not working as hard, you know, get sued. Yeah, but like it's hard because it's not physical. You could put in an eighty percent effort at work, and 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 everyone be like, "Man, that's like great job." (laughs) No, seriously. But if you you roll in a two k time trial and you're eighty percent, you look terrible, and you and it's there's no. But that's because it's visual, right? There's not many things that I do that's like visually. No, parenting is a great example. Yeah, if you're not trying your hardest there. You don't have an option. You either like try hard and do your best, or kids suffer. He's not doing well. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to say that, but like, no more kids, because like without you, kids don't exist. Yeah. Well, like I, I just think it's an interesting concept, right? Yeah. Um, tell the listeners for me, Ben. I know this sort of answer a few things you've been doing. What sort of, what sort of stuff have you have you done in in order to try and get back? Like, yeah, you say, oh, come training. What what sort of exercises and things have you done to try and get your head right? Yeah. Um, so I met up with um, a he's a neuroscience science guy in Melbourne, Brett Jaros. He um, he was able to like find out what parts of my brain weren't working. Right. And then so like what would you, if you do a hammy like you got to rehab the hammy and you scan it to scan your yeah. brain. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my I've got like scars in my brain now, so like that won't change. So the scans don't really do much anymore for me. But, like, he has all these tests that's able to identify what part of my brain isn't working. Right. And then through that, he's like, we've got to rehab it. So through the whatever parts of my brain weren't working, different exercises can, like, target that. So I was doing, I do exercises, yeah, twice a day every day since, like, um, would have been September, August last year. Like what? Um, oh, heaps, heaps of eye exercises. Um, it's hard to explain. Like, I'll give you one example. So there's one, like, I have, like, a... My eyes flicker to the left, and because my eyes flicker to the left, it like hurts like my neck. My my gives my gives me headaches. Gives me like brain fog because my body always thinks I'm moving and like it's just hard to process stuff. Right. So like to counteract that, do you know them like <laughs> it's funny. You know, <laughs> do you know them like you go to the the park and it's like the spinny thing roundabout. Yeah, yeah the roundabout. Yeah. yeah so I'd have to spin on that opposite way. So like right. you s- like sit on a roundabout. I'd stand on it and I'd spin it. Fast? Yeah, fast. The opposite way. I'd do it for like a minute and then I'd stop. And then I'd, I'd, I'd be there for like 30 minutes. But I'd be almost throwing up. And 
And that's meant to like counter get, get off and stand, stand still. Yeah, stand, then stop and stand still. Um, and that's meant to like it was meant to like counteract my left movement, so then my brain would train my eyes to like go back to the middle. Huh. And then I do like um, and heaps heaps of balance stuff, heaps of like chart letter charts where like I'm looking at one, the other, one, the other. Um, and I can't really exp- I can't really explain them to be honest. But is like, it, you is got a gist of it, you know? It's like memory stuff. That memory you do. stuff as well. I do memory yeah. stuff. Um, Coordination stuff. Like I just do, I do something balls, balls, like yeah, hand yeah, eye. Yeah, hand eye stuff because I had to retrain all of that. Like I started from scratch again. When you say you started from scratch, man, like, like you I couldn't catch a ball. No, nah, well, man, I couldn't judge it. I had to like learn how to like weave through cones. Like, why? Um, what was the feeling? Like when you looked at like it? unco. Like it's like I went from like an elite sportsman no to balance. a person that to like never played sport in their life. I did that all behind the scenes. Like none of the boys ever seen any yeah. of that. Um, there's heaps of stuff behind the scenes that none of the boys like seen that I'd do. So I was in Melbourne for a long time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was the feeling, I'm just trying to represent to people listening or watching. What the, I think people hear concussion and head knocks and you know, when you say bleeds on the brain, I think... Yeah, that's it, a traumatic it, brain injury. That, that's it, a different one. Yeah. Uh, that lifts the severity of what people think about it. But I think some people just hear concussion and yeah. it's like, well... Like, what, what's the feeling? Does it feel like you're drunk? Does it feel like you um, have a pain that you cannot stop and you and that's the problem? Like, is like... <laughs> Do you know when you've had a, like, <coughs> a massive night on the cruises, the sugar <laughs> drinks, Yeah. and you wake up that next morning and it's, like, blistering? Yeah, it's like champagne. Yeah, blistering. That's how I wake up every morning. Like, yeah, like, that's why, like, I, I struggle getting out of bed. Yeah. Um. I, like, yeah, I have that feeling all the time. And then it's just like, um, like heaps of pressure, man. It's like pressure can't release from my head. Mm. And then when my neck gets like sore again, like everything just like counter counteracts. What, what well are the, I don't know if that's the right word. What do the experts say? What, what's everyone saying? What's your what's your prognosis? What's, like, what's the future yeah. look like for you? They don't. They, yeah, they don't really know. Like, I've, that's the thing about brain injuries is like one every brain injury is different. So like they can't. Yeah. So all I can do is do all my rehab and just like hope that it comes good you, t- you talked about sort of rehab to correct things but what about to relieve pressure and pain is there anything that you can do to like ease some of that yeah. on uh, a day-to-day um medication doesn't work for me i've tried everything on that i get needles in my neck all the time and then um i see physio twice a week um i see physio twice a week for my neck and my jaw and then i see another one twice a week for like um Head rehab as well. Mm. So yeah, and they do sometimes. Like the the neck does release, but yeah, but I'm not sure. It just doesn't. I don't know. It's been two and a half years, and nothing's really changed. This, I mean, you can answer this or not. Who's who's covering that? All of that treatment. Um, I've the club for the next eighteen months. I think. I think that's how it works. I pay. Yeah, well I pay my home. health. Yeah, I pay my health insurance, and then. F- from that goes to the club right um yeah man I mean it's so brutal like what what do you you are where you are now um you got memories in a journey that has existed it's not like you're just a corpse you're, you're on the way up as well do you have a positive outlook on life going forward do you have a positive reflection on what's happened where's your mind with it at all? um man I've I'm like 
I'm so like optimistic in life. I've learned, man. I've been, I've hit rock bottom. Like I've been to hell and back. So like I understand like how how grateful um, we are to be here. You know, like I could have died that night, and I'm very like that's like I had seven bleeds on my brain, uh, seven bleeds on the brain, um, and I'm so like like good health, like um, enjoy life. You know, like like well, I don't really stress much anymore. Because I'm like, I just like, I couldn't see anyone for like, two, I couldn't go to a, a social gathering for like two years more. Mm. And like that impacts you so much. And like, um, things like that, like don't take it for granted. Um, people probably realising like what the COVID, all these lockdowns is kind of what I've been going through from, from the start, to be honest. That's, yeah. that's a good like um, analogy. analogy yeah. yeah. Because like I was just stuck at home and, and like, yeah, it impacts your mental health. Um, but man, like, everything happens for a reason and I feel like I've had to go through this to find like who I am and um, grow as a person like I've you, you learn things about yourself um, when you go through the trenches that you never learn if you don't um, and yeah so I've learned so much about myself and I'm so proud of the way that I've handled it and like my outlook on life and I'm just a happy guy you know like just want to yeah have fun it's an interesting thing that you say about you don't stress that much anymore is that because, you, like, you realise, you know, what it is to lose everything, effectively? Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, man, like, <clears throat> I stress about stuff, but I don't stress about little shit, man. Like, I've, I, like <clears throat> when things get taken away from you, you're like, fuck. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it just, like, puts things into perspective, I guess. And yeah. it's like, I don't really need to worry about that. And, like, I don't really care about what people think about me because... Like, I'm happy with who I am. And you, you find that about yourself. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. I don't know. I've, like, changed, I've ne- like, the thing, like, I never would have known all this stuff if I hadn't gone through this. Yeah. Um, bit of an old man, aren't I? <laughs> oh, mate, trust me. I sit next to a couple of old bastards right yeah. here. Don't worry about that. Yeah. Rick, um, i got one, one or two more. Yeah. Um, reflecting on your time in the game as an AFL player, how do you, what do you look back on yourself as a player? There wasn't much, was there? Is it, is it <laughs> what could have been? Yeah, for sure. Like, I but, know that's obvious. But every, like, I got a good highlights package. You do, <laughs> like, Yeah, man. I do. You do, bro. <laughs> but, yeah. Like, I always, like, look back and, like, fire out, like, if only. But I've also learned you can't keep doing that because then you just get stuck in stuck in the past and you can't move forward. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I always say, like, yeah, back when I played. <laughs> <laughs> back in the day. How old are you? Yeah. <laughs> 20, 23. 23. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Um, I don't know if anyone asked about Scotia, but I'd like to ask him about Brad Shepard. Is that right, Dan? Yeah, I think someone brought it up, but... Well, look, we're recording Monday night and Brad hasn't come out and announced his retirement. So um, a few media types decided to do that for him during the week, which I, I personally found... Um, Oh, to a point, disrespectful to not to legacy or anything like that, but I thought it was a big moment in someone's career to be able to stand in front of people you worked with for a long time. Um, you got to do it. Um, I've got to do it. Where you can look people in the eye and say thank you and um, and and show your respect. Um, that got taken away from Brad Shepherd by the media this week, and that's why I feel passionately about it. Um, on Brad Shepherd, if he does in fact retire, have you spoken to Shep? I mean. Going through concussion he- headlight sy- symptoms. Yeah, I haven't really spoken to him too much about it, to be honest. Um, his is a bit uh, a bit different to me. He's had like a fair few. It was interesting. You said like yeah. every every head knock's different. Yeah, where I, I've I haven't had like 
heaps of head knocks before, so I don't really know. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, but I definitely know. Um, yeah, brain health's a pretty important thing. You know, like yeah. we um, we only get one brain. That's what I've learned. So whatever he does, if he retires, if he doesn't, um, yeah, I'm not sure. I just hope, hope for the best that he's all good. You know, and he, and he gets through it. Well said, mate. Um, all right, you gonna hang around now. That's the Dan Venables story done and dusted. Um, we've got something that's very important to the podcast, and I'm sure you know about it. It's actually probably why you're here. Like, yeah, your story's important, but social media. Obviously, it's number right. one. It's here. So uh, this is the people segment where the people get asked you the questions. I said it's on social today. It's like a press conference. It's just a little less grubby. There's just a little, little less vultures rolling around looking for a grab. And um, the people get to ask you the questions, mate. So yeah, are you ready? Born ready, man. <laughs> I got some good grabs out of you today. <laughs> people say no West Coast, no animals. <laughs> I'm born ready. All right, social media. Here it is. Is it the Swinners or is it Thez Winners? I'm going to go with Thez Winners. Okay. Um, your role in the 2018 season, getting us to the grand final, showed us we had a real star in the making. Aside from the final series wins, was there a home and away win in 2018 that you're a part of that stands out in your mind? P.S. Uh, sorry, your career was cut short as an Eagles cheer squad member. I can confirm that you were a crowd favourite and I would have loved to see you become a 300-gamer for the club. So yeah, okay. 2018 season home and away um, games, any standouts? Uh, home and away probably won my debut, but we didn't win. Um, I can win uh, Gov kick that. <laughs> Gov kicked that goal after the siren against Port. Was that that year? Oh, was that year? Shuey went the year before, and he went that year. Twenty eighteen, Gov kicked a goal after the siren to win. Mm. Really? Yeah, yeah that. Okay. So you kick, played that. Kicked kick the flower bag as well. Yeah, absolute flower bag. <laughs> what would you have done? Did you kick straight in the middle. Good set shot of goal. You? Yeah. I'm a good set shot, not from within within forty. Length? What you start yeah. hooking them? No. Well, I don't know. I just them. can't get the distance. <laughs> get on the run. No you drama. need to be run fast. Yeah, I can get on the run. No dramas, but yeah, not not a drop. All right, good. When, when someone's kicked a goal after the siren, are you? What are you saying? Are you just screaming profanities at them? Is that essentially pretty much? Yeah, yeah. getting yeah. around them and yelling. Yeah, <laughs> I reckon you would have said, "Get them, boys." <laughs> um, live underscore floro. What's that? Yeah, sorry, I would just say live live underscore floro. Look, we do. We, it is, social media is a little selective. It always has been. Mm. We can't read every single person's. We take the best of the best. I mean, it's the yeah. best podcast segment going around. Yeah. Liv Floro is consistently in here. Yeah. So thank you, Liv. We love your contribution. Uh, what's something you do that helps you uh, press pause on life and just take in the moment? Getting heavy, Liv. Uh, um, I like just going for walks and that, man, to be honest. Like, um, have you ever done Wim Hof? No, tell us about Wim Hof. I know what we're Yeah. Um, it's like this is like rapid breathing, hot breath holds. Technique, right? Technique. Breathing technique. Yeah, but you got gets you to like a, a point where you're just like, I don't know, you just feel weird. You're hyperventilating. Yeah, you're hyperventilating and then you breathe all the way out and right. you have no air in your body and you just hold it for as long as you can. So you do, a big, you pass out you do a big build no. up and it's a segmented system of breathing. It's called the Wim Hof method, right? Google it. Have a look. You build it up, build it up, build it up, build it up, and then you breathe it all out, and you can just hold your body in a position with no oxygen in it for like. He, he does deep sea diving, so he does. Right. You can go under for like six, seven, eight minutes, mm. no breath. Yeah, I don't do that, but. Venus <laughs> <laughs> <Peter's> goes <laughs> lost <laughs> on the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the last we saw of Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all 
Um, yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool, though. Good answer. Yeah, that's actually like pretty that. cool. I like that. Stefan underscore 1039. Then is what's it like coming into a team given essentially the graveyard shift role with lots of um, unrewarded running? Was it mentally challenging at all taking on that kind of a role? Yeah, it's definitely tough. We spoke about it before. It's it's not fun, but it's rewarded within the club. It's not it's not spoken about in the club, that which is good. Yeah. Ex- ex- external people think that you've just played shit. People looked at your grand final, yeah, four touches. Yeah, think what, what was he doing the team? I, I hopefully have tried to identify what you were doing in the team because people don't people understand people people look at Lewis Jett is a great one, right? Why doesn't Jets get thirty touches a game? Like it's not what he does. But you're a good example, right? Four touches in the game, people think, oh, he didn't play well. Well, what you did, like, off the ball, defensive running, attacking running, option, someone's got to play that role. Yeah. You can't just have people run around getting touches. No. That's not actually how you win a grand final. No. The no. one percenters. The one percenters, mate, that's it. Um, short for Decker. Uh, how did you develop your skills... Uh, position in teams etc at an early age and into the start of your career how do you uh, how would you be placed on the talent work graph seem to get a lot of hype from scout reports from within the eagles so you must have been getting a few things right in your development let me bring that down how did you develop your skills growing up and if you had a graph talent versus work right where would you sit on that yeah um man I, from a from when i was like i reckon five if I went for a kick with my dad, I w- had to kick both feet. Huh. Wasn't allowed, like, wasn't allowed to just kick my right. Had Did to force by dad? Yeah. That's cool. Very good. Um, so things like that. Um, I guess, yeah, I'm pretty naturally gifted, to be honest. Yeah. Um, so on the talent On the talent, work, yeah. Right? Um, I work hard. I work hard, but I'm very talented. Definitely talented. I can do things that some people... Can't do. Can't do. Can only dream of doing. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, but like, um, you could come out of yeah. a stoppage. You haven't trained that. You haven't trained no. your spatial awareness in a stoppage. Yeah. So that's talent. But I work hard. It's just like I just like yeah. didn't have a lot of like um continuity in me, in my body to get fit. Like I didn't do. You know what I mean? Like yeah. AFL is like. I don't know if people realize how hard AFL is. How hard is it, <laughs> mate? So everyone talks about like yeah, sledge and all this stuff. Like I can't speak. When I'm running in the fo- in in a game, <laughs> like all of us forwards, we can't speak because we're just like humming up and gr- up and down the ground. Yeah, like, I'm so, chasing you around. Yeah, so, I can't so hard. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, so uh, yeah, but um, yeah, I've like filled out now. I'm like, I, I played at like 83, 84. I'm like 93 now. Do you feel better now? Or better than feel a lot stronger. I reckon. I've, oh yeah, good. You want to arm wrestle Dan? <laughs> I'd win. <laughs> no, debatable. <laughs> Who did you try to arm wrestle earlier on? Oscar Allen. He yeah. didn't want to. Yeah, correct. You yeah, played a scared. story about someone snapping their arm. Oh. Um, we're going to leave that one to the very end because that's my favourite okay. a lot. Uh, Michael underscore John underscore Watkins. Uh, Venice, imagine it's 2016, you've just been drafted. A spirit appears telling you that you've two or two choices about how your career will go. 21 games and one premiership or 210 games and no premierships. What do you choose? Um, I just want to say while you think about an answer, that's about as good as a question yeah, we'll ever get. Yeah. Have you had that before? Uh, uh, man, so how's yeah. this? So, so people probably think that I'm stupid, but I'd probably, if, if in the 210 games I didn't have a head knock, I'd take that. Yeah. Instead of a flag. Or I just wouldn't play. Okay. So 210 games with no head knocks. No head knocks. Versus 21 games in premiership and a head knock. Yeah. 
Because really? I'm left like, I'm, yeah, I'm left like yeah. with a dis- disability now. So I'd take that. But I I don't look back at doing that stuff because I'm like, fuck. You get stuck in it, you know? Like, I think you've I think you've identified that, yeah. Like there's more to life than footy. That's yeah. I'll put it that way. There's more to life than footy. Which is hard to some people probably to see. But I've like, yeah, Not been mate. through it. I like it. Patches eighty six. Venners, how often do you get asked if you're Luke Shuey's little brother? <laughs> I've actually never heard that one before. <laughs> right. You learn from the best. <laughs> you actually both probably the thing that's most like you look. Your footy skills are similar, both from you know, sort of similar areas in Melbourne. But your skin complexion <laughs> is actually right up there. We find it tough in Perth, put it that way. You, you both struggle in the heat, don't you? Struggle. You mate. need a lot of sunscreen. <laughs> yeah, a lot Just of sunscreen. Slap it on. Yeah. Any sponsors or what? <laughs> <laughs> now we're talking. It costs money. All right, two to go. Second last one. Morgan Ashworth. This is from one of our patrons. Uh, what was it like debuting and playing in a grand final in the same year? Oh, pretty cool. Thought footy was pretty easy. Yeah. <laughs> right? Is that what the feeling was? It's like, oh, we'll just do this every year. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. This is, the, this is actually a question of the day for mine. I won't actually read who it's from. I'll just read the, just read the question. Yeah, sure. It's okay. a great question. Uh, what's your gay... <laughs> what's Come your, on, bro. What's your KFC order? <laughs> and what's your favourite brand, Kenzo or Versace? Which one of the boys is this? <laughs> it is a, it is next team made of both of ours. <laughs> KFC order. So what's first. your go-to KFC order? Yeah. Um, two pepper mayo sliders and two chicken nut go buckets. <laughs> what's that? I feel like you've done that before. <laughs> what, what is it? Two pepper mayo sliders. Pepper mayo slider. Never heard of that. It's like a little taco oh, man. Taught me through it. It's like a little oh. flatbread. Pretty good. Some chicken tender, pepper mayo, and some lettuce. Pretty good. Oh, mate. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you, what, do you reckon, what do you reckon I'm 93 at the minute? <laughs> <laughs> um, and what's your favourite brand, Kenzo, Kenzo. or Versace? Footy rare, you look at Nah, I don't have them on. Um, I love me Versace sunnies every... I love that. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, You'll be yourself, don't you? You do, mate. And you've done that well. We appreciate <laughs> you coming in and spending a bit of time with us, mate. You've got... Honestly, you've got your footy stories as good as... We, we spoke to Tom Hawkins last last week. And he's done everything you could ever do in footy. He's won two premierships, best and fairest, 300 games, six hundred goals. I love talking to you as much as I love talking to Tom, mate. It's been unreal. Um, I'm happy to be here. Good job, Rosie. Thank you very much. <laughs> you want to pass one on for me? <laughs> Yeah, pass on. Yeah. <laughs> Secret group. Um, we should we should just we should just end the show. Uh-huh, let's end the show. Um, mm. That's back chat two It's how we do it. Venus has been gracious enough to come and sit in here with us. You can find us. You know where to get us. We're on the internet. Backchatpodcast.com.au. All our stuffs on socials, Instagram, YouTube, YouTube. channel. You got to sign up, guys. Come have on. Have you subbed to our YouTube channel? Venus, you'll be saying. Oh, you, you have. Um, I'll check. Yeah, YouTube's where it's at. We got a lot more content coming out. We got we got a little little uh, secret weapon being introduced to this week. It's a little team member just joining us. Just a nice little secret weapon in the background. It's not Charlie. Still haven't seen him or heard you from. Don't him know for where days. Charlie is. Yeah. Don't know where he is. But that's it. Back chat two point See you next week. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Mm. 